<clears throat> Gotta give an old man growl. Good evening, Jared. Why why did you do an old man growl? Oh, I didn't even notice. What did I do? I uh as you turn the camera. Up until about like thirty seconds ago, I was I was doing my hang upside down thing. Feels oh, so wow. good to do that, and it kind of gives me a head rush and it makes me want to talk to you and stuff. It's good. It's a good way to start the night, I think. Like specifically to me? Well, it just gets my brain going. I see. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like, oh, like if I have hang upside down, I want to talk to Jared. If I hang sideways, I call my mom. Um, I sit Indian style. I... No, 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 no. Just uh, it just gets my brain in motion, and uh, but you, you do the same thing. So you add those two things together, and I think it's double brain motion. Mm-hmm. Or it could be where. Yeah, like I'm a flutter right now. My mind is a flutter. I wanted to ask you this today. Okay. Because it's come up in my this past week. I need to buy some new underwear. I'm running low on pairs of underwear that I like. Like you've you've lost underwear, or it's like ripping. Or you know, it's starting to rip. Too much like in the ocean, and it's <laughs> well, you can only, you can only your underwear so many times before you got to finally just throw them out. Um, no, no scandals this week. Oh wait, but we want to. But I want to talk about <laughs> some of the aftermath of it. But I just wanted to really quickly ask you if you have a favorite. I don't even know. I don't know what kind of underwear you like to wear. Boxers, briefs, boxers, mm. briefs, whatever. But do you have like a, something you really like? I'm having trouble finding ones that I think I'm going to. I'm very specific about yeah. certain things, I guess. And that's one of them. I like the way boxers fit. They have to fit a certain way for me to like them. When I was a little kid, I wore tidy whiteies. Sure. Probably till my teens, teen years, whatever my mom bought. And it's such a stupid buy because... Every there's no hiding anything in a tidy white like stains or anything. It's they should have always been tidy blackies. Cause Black, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was. I'm sure it was. My mother was just. It was just. Oh, disgusting. it's disgusting. Yeah. But then you shift over. I think I shifted to boxers. So then, but then recently, you know, as you get older, you're. I don't. Maybe this hasn't happened to you yet. But you're. Get, get you're bigger. You're. <laughs> ridiculous yeah i gotta tape it behind now just to... <laughs> no your your testicles start to drag a little bit a little bit the worst so people say oh you should get some like uh briefs because it has more support so i tried that for a little while but i didn't like it i think i, like I actually i felt more sore i think my balls were like what are you doing to me i feel like our, our underwear career is almost exactly the same <laughs> Like Maybe start, that's the way why we're friends. Start to finish. That's because I've experienced the exact same stuff that you're going through. Now I'm really interested in your answer because I feel like this is... Yeah, your word kindred yeah. spirits. That's evolution of our underwear, yeah. I really like L.L. Bean boxers. Okay. They're not cheap, but I'm, I really... I'm willing to spend a little money. I really like them. So Michelle... And Michelle usually buys me because obviously she probably sees if I get low and it's disgusting and then for like a birthday I'll get like hey a couple pairs of boxer <laughs> so, that's a great gift it's a great yeah. gift if they're good good underwear is hard to find dude it's um maybe your sister will get you underwear next birthday but you do have to spend a little bit of money and do you ever get any designs on them when you buy them um, mine are, they just have like they're blue with green stripes on them right now mine has oh, I got my L Bean ones on that I like they're just like checkered 
But I, oh, Michelle no. got me one once that had jalapenos on it. I was like, ooh. Oh, spicy. Spicy. Um, but they weren't red. They were green jalapenos. <laughs> so I don't know if that means something different. Green jalapenos. Like yeah, but wouldn't you, think, wouldn't you be like red would be like sexy? Like, hey, red Maybe greens. Yeah, but it's but red is stop. Green might be even more sexy. It's like go, Greens go. 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 I got you. So you might be like more rapist than the, the red. Yeah. I don't know what other ones are. I kind of want to. I'm right next to my drawer of underwear, actually. As if we planned this. You know, these ones are new. Old Navy. I like those ones, too. Here they are. Here's the jalapenos. Oh, nice. oh no, those are pickles. Those aren't jalapenos. <laughs> That's just weird. I thought they were joke. This one has condiments on it. Is everything food related? Yeah, I don't know. That this you, one, this one, hey, this one has bananas. <laughs> Are you guys weird about food in bed and stuff? Like, do you, I don't know. Is I don't, ganky we, like that? We've never done it. Maybe this is was an invitation the I mean, whole you have, time. You have eleven pairs of boxers with different foods on them. I, think I know. Tell you something. It was like some invitation. She's like, Jared just doesn't get it. Yeah. I like these ones too. Which ones? Are, what are these? Lands End. Look at these ones that say, "Feed me your." Oh wait, here's another one. Hot dogs. What other, what other phallic foods could you have? It's like pickles, uh, bananas, hot dogs. Taquitos? Meatballs. Sausage and meatballs. Meatballs. I have one pair of Star Wars boxers. That's one pair of Star Wars boxers. <laughs> Han Solo's the coolest. It was cool. It was good. My lightsaber looks really good in the Star oh, Wars boxes. And I just flicked my cigarette into my good water. <laughs> God nice. damn it. That's so <laughs> Another reason you shouldn't smoke cigarettes. I really want to get into uh, socks. Oh. Like, cool. You know how, like, um, you wear, like, different hats all the time? Yep. I, like, I want to have you socks. You want to be a socks with, guy? With stuff on them. Like, I don't know, different designs and logos. And I feel like that could be a thing for me. You know, I was... Um, when we got that logo done, I was trying to think of something. I mean, we I guess eventually we should do T-shirts, but since I still have 80% of the ones that we bought initially, I didn't think we should make more one more. They're going to do hats next. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. I just feel like that's... Okay. Where, I don't know. So anyway, I saw online that people are now making, you can do your own custom sock. I mean, I'm sure it's been around for oh, a while. Oh, Magroom socks would be dynamite. <laughs> Yesterday, we have to celebrate. We have to say happy birthday. Hey, what do we have to? What happens now? We got some. I got a few birthday wishes for you. You did? Yeah. So I um. Oh, nice. That says your mom. Don't, don't read. Come on. Don't look. <laughs> I asked. Is she gonna fans, call? Is she gonna call me a whore? Unbeknownst to you, I asked the fans to. Uh, oh, the fans, a, huh? I had, we had some write-ins. I sent you a couple of emails, and then I have some audio in June. Okay, so here's some of the voicemails. Okay. Hi, Jared. This is Lynn, Mark's mom, but I guess you know me as the whore. Anyway, Mark told me that it's your birthday, and I love you anyway, Aww. even if you call me horrible names. <laughs> I never called her horrible names. You're a fine young man. Mark loves you, so I love you too. And I want to wish you a most blessed and happy birthday. So that's one. I never called her a horrible name. Alright, and then I asked, I asked my sister to send you one. Okay. This is what she had to say. 
She just didn't write. She never responded to me. She didn't. <laughs> she, she didn't send me one. She <laughs> never met, responded. No, no, nothing. nothing oh wow. at all. She's so busy. Real busy, I guess. Probably trying yeah. something for. Her. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what it was. But still, you could think she could be bigger than that. Yeah, especially on a birthday. It's special. Big birthday. Well, here, here's some more. Ho! Hey, folks. I'm WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer. Axel. Jim Duggan from the Golden Age of Wrestling. <laughs> this guy's cool. I know you all know that being wrestling, folks. Anyway, I just want to throw out a special happy birthday to my good buddy, Jared. All right, happy birthday, my friend. I hope you have a good time. Maybe not quite the good time. You, me, and Jake the Snake had with a couple of strippers from Detroit. Remember, we had the snake in the back of the big Lincoln. We're driving. We were late for the show. We were hustling down there. You were in the back. I don't know what you were doing back there. But somehow, Damien, the 10-foot python, got loose in the Lincoln Continental, was crawling all over the strippers, crawling all over you. You guys were screaming in the back seat. The darn snake climbed up in front where I was driving. Jake is yelling. I pulled over to the side Sounds of the like road. We jumped out. What the is he box. talking about? And you get out. You grab a hold of the snake. Oh, you're saying this Me didn't happen? Me and Jake got the bag. You snuffed the snake back in the bag. We throw the girls back in the car. They jump in the car. We all jump in and drive off. And you know, Jared, to this day, those people sitting there that saw all that happen going, you're not going to believe it. Anybody, buddy. I hope you have a good birthday, but nothing, nothing like that time with Jake the Snake when the python got out of the bag. Unbelievable, brother. <laughs> that sounds like a great night. Yeah. You no, know, I figured. I, I didn't realize he we uh, he remembered. They remembered you. Yeah. Sounds like it was together. a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was a huge snake and Jake um, the Snake. Just that one night, but. Yeah, but it sounds like it was fun, man. Lincoln Continental. Axel, that's great. Let's see, you got a couple more here. All right, all right, all right. Now listen here for just a second, Mundo Jared. Because I got a bone to pick with Y-O-U, my guy. Jared, you've been dogging me, man. You've been dodging my texts, my calls, my emails. And your good pal Matthew McConaughey is trying to rekindle. This universe is spinning faster, and I'm trying to get back to the good times. That you and I have had. You, you don't remember? You, look, you see, here came the sound. I was just harkening back to that time me and you and I and, and the rest of the fellas. We were hanging at Lake Arrowhead, just doing some cool boat oh, stuff, like throwing off a bitch of a wake, getting some radical air. It's your birthday coming up. You got May 18th, the day of all days. May Day. That's the true one, your birthday. But Jared, you stay cool, dude. Maybe check your texts and hit the brother back up so we can frickin' party and keep L-I-V-I-N, dude, and keep this flat circle cruising. And those good times will bump those <laughs> numbers up, boy. Push his teeth a lot. Uh, yeah. So he I, called yeah, in. I, I just dodge his texts all the time. He's a little annoying. Matthew County's a little annoying. Let's see. You got more of these? Jared, One more. Bernie Sanders here. How are you? How are you? Uh, hey, uh, I hear you're a very special person, right? But but first of all, these are all the people here, that call your birthday's coming up. 
just listeners are called in. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I wish you a happy birthday because people like you are an inspiration. You know, I I know you're a big supporter of mine, and and you and and you're up on all the the social issues. Uh, uh, you understand socialist policies that are not like, oh, hey, it's it's Marx and Lenin right. and all those people. No, it's it, it's it's, it's policies that benefit people. Isn't it weird how we just got we got? Uh, it's people like you that that inspired the for president. Actors, really even did. politicians, listen. And uh, you show. understand that was... America is the only. This is Bernie Sanders. Health. Yeah. Without yeah. national health care, you can tell. Tell people voice, like Ted you? Cruz will say, "Oh, how do the Democrats plan to play for for Medicare for all? Uh, we're only the richest country on earth. How could we possibly do it?" I mean, I'm not... And people don't. Great how he segued it into a political a speech. Yeah. Everybody else who has it is not as rich as us, but we can't possibly do it because we're the richest. See, that's the kind of convoluted logic that con men use. I don't know, but anyway, I know you're a good guy, and I know it's your birthday, and I, I don't want to talk about uh, all those people out there that, that are fighting against the good, the good fight. Yeah, but you kind of, you kind of did just talk about that. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jared! Thank you for being in our corner here, and uh, you know we got to keep fighting, got to keep trying. Happy birthday! Yeah, so Bernie Sanders called into the show. Yeah, he sounds much different on a recording than he does in real life. <laughs> If you had paid an imp impersonator to do a message, <laughs> it was meant to be kind of funny and stuff. You think he would have just talked why about? Why did he it? go off on politics? I wanted him to. I was hoping he would say something like, you know. Uh, But you know, because that's how I know it's the real Bernie Sanders, because he would always stay on message. You would have maybe I like done a ten seconds on the whole healthcare. Kind and of, then... kind of nothing about that. I want. I was. I was hoping. Well, you got to say something so you think it is Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but hopefully you're gonna nail the accent enough that you yep. really don't like. But if you're not I... nailing the accent, then you have you to. Got go... it, you got it. <laughs> stay for fifteen dollars. If I were to pay somebody fifteen dollars <laughs> to do it, I would say you. I would impressive. say I should have paid. Eight dollars for that. Yeah. Well, that was really nice. <laughs> yeah, they, thank you guys for calling in to the Magrat Hotline. Thanks for great. organizing that, Mark. Yeah. Can't believe you got Matthew McConaughey called in, but Lori didn't. <laughs> Wait, I think she did. Let me see. What did she have to say? <laughs> well, that's a beautiful way to start our Friday night in the Magrat. All around the world, you can hear them. Hey, hey, hey! Talking about losing kind of funny stuff. Hey, hey, hey! Magra, Magra, the Magra, the Magra. All right. Um, do we get any letters yet? No, of course not. No. I was kind of excited about that. I thought maybe we were going to get a letter. Oh, no, not yet. I mean, I guess it would take a little while. It just came out last week. Yeah. We do have uh, to just tease stuff that's close, coming up. I won't close the PO box. Yet. That's good. Little tease for tonight. We got Emma coming on with some bird things, bird uh, facts, in a segment uh, I'm calling "Fine Feathered Friends" with Emma. <laughs> So she'll be coming on to tell us. I think over the next weeks, you can let us know if you like it. Oh, I like birds. Yeah, 
I'm He's doing a talk tomorrow at the library, actually, about birds, and then was going to take people on a bird walk, but it's supposed to rain, so she might just do the talk. All right, you got any stories, or do you have any paddleboarding mishaps? Everybody loves I those. Ever. No, I didn't have to shit anywhere weird. I didn't That's run out of gas. I didn't lose my keys. I didn't... Uh, What'd your mom think of you crapping in the ocean? A lot of positive, uh, a lot of positive feedback from that bit. Really? That they thought it was funny, or that oh, they, they well, agreed with you? Oh, uh, well, all right. So, but Ross, uh, we got to. I have to talk. Oh, we got two stories. Yeah, let me tell mine first, because that one is more disgusting than mine. Okay. So, friend, my friend Nick, you remember Nick? He was sharing an apartment with Corcoran, and they were getting their bathroom worked on, which sounds miserable, right? You're in your bathroom, so you don't have a bathroom, basically. So he had to go to the, like, YMCA was down the road. But he said one day he got home, and it just, like you, came on him. And he didn't know what to do, and there's no toilet in there. So he literally took the kitchen garbage can and just, like, sat over it and took a dump <laughs> on the garbage can. And then awesome. just tied up the bag and put it outside where the garbage was. And that was it. So he couldn't just like walk down to the river and shit in the river like you did. That's not, what I, that's not how it happened. Whatever. Just People would have seen him. He couldn't like stare weirdly at a family while he in the woods and then in the river and then wipe himself with his hand. It's not a very accurate depiction of what happened, but you you got the the brush strokes, I guess. A lot of the details are sort of missing and and I see outright fabricated there. But so yeah. also came up was that no. okay? Go ahead was that we texted with our friend Ross and Joe, Joe Anderson, everybody knows Joe, Mark's favorite listener. And then um, Joe (laughs) told a story about Ross pooping. Would would you like to tell the story or do you want me to tell it? Uh, Well, I could read the text. That's going to be pretty far back. But uh, basically... I can find it. He wrote, Joe wrote, he said, at Wake Forest, though... Ross pooped in the shower and then mashed it through the grate with his foot. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to throw up. That's what you wrote. <laughs> so gross. It's so we asked all the questions like, you're in the f-ing bathroom. Just go to he the said, bathroom. He said he was hungover. He said he was too hungover. But he I said mean, he didn't want to get out of the shower. Oh, but you'd, but you'd poop in... The, you'd rather poop in the shower than... The shower you're out in. Of the shower. Oh God, that's I'm, I'm gonna throw up, dude. I'm really gonna throw up. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. You feel like people. Uh, and he stood. He stood by his decision to do this, people. Yes. Uh, I we. I, he I didn't apologize. Well, while I was paddleboarding, Alex, I told Alex this story. My paddleboarding buddy, this story, and he said, "Oh, he waffle stomped it." <laughs> waffle nice. like it has a name. Waffle stomping, you pooping on a drain and then pushing it through with your feet. Oh my god, so gross. He said he was just gonna because he was gonna have to wipe a lot because he was hung over. So nasty. So I don't think you would ever want to defend it. It would change my life if I did that. Like I, I heard a story about it and I couldn't stop thinking about it for three days. Really, the worst. So one. You're gonna use that shower again, right? You're it's in not... the shower. You're in it. You're gonna shit on your feet and then now. the and then the mashing oh, part, right? Because he said it was one he thought he was gonna have oh, to wipe a lot. Grossest word. So it wasn't like Mash a nice. It. 
it wasn't like a nice hole poop that he could just uh, sort of squish through there. It definitely. Was. All right, um, Emma's here for fine feathered friends with Emma. Okay. He's wrong. It's fun feathered facts. He's still wrong. Fun feathered facts. <laughs> he messes it up every time. <laughs> yes, I have lots of feathered friends. I kind of like fine feathered. I laughed, I laughed at the first. I laughed at the first one, and I laughed at the second one. All the, all my oh, that's funny. <laughs> fun feathered facts. I like fine feathered friends better. Too bad we already submitted them. Mark likes birds and he wants to learn more. So Emma will come in and you will give about one bird your list of facts so we can learn about them. Okay. So today I'm talking about the American kestrel, which is the smallest falcon in the entire United States. They are mainly insect eaters. Um, it, here in Connecticut, and I think other places around the United States, they will ban them. It just means that they'll have like nest boxes because they're cavity nesters. So, <laughs> so they'll be in, so the kestrels will nest inside of the nest boxes, and people will monitor them and monitor the babies. And once the babies are a certain amount of days old, uh, the Sharon Audubon, where I volunteer, does this. They'll take them out and they'll add a little metal band to their foot, which will help track them. And now they'll be coming up with more advanced technology, but that's what they're they're still doing banding. Well, it seems very ominous. What kind of advanced well, technology? They come up with this little. Um, Are they teaching them how to use weapons? No, actually not. <laughs> Are the birds going to attack us? What do they taste like? What does a kestrel taste like? Okay, well, I don't. I've never eaten it, so I don't know. They kestrel wings. Lately, um, <laughs> they, had they had kestrel wings, 50 cents per wait, wing. Wait, 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 can I just say it really quickly so before anyone forgets? Okay, so recently they've created this new technology where, you know how with mammals they could put collars on them to track them? Like, especially. Yep. So they've created ones that are small enough that they can put them on birds, like little backpacks <clears throat> called Modus Towers. Modus? Modus Tower. What was that? Odd mark. But they give the birds backpacks? They're like little mini Like cool birds. ones? Yeah, is it like uh, L Lu There's backpack. little Louis Vuitton stamps on nope. it? Nope, they're, they're Dude, like... Dude, that would be cool. Well, the I would love a parrot with a Louis This Vuitton means backpack. that the birds can be tracked. When they go past it, they get a little signal. Why do they want to track them? Because then they can know where they migrate. For example, yeah, like government secrets and okay, stuff. Probably. For example, so Blackpole Warbler is one that they don't really know its migration route. So the oh my god, the Audubon <laughs> tracked one going by, and then another place with a Modus Tower in Nicaragua also tracked one. I'm pretty sure. The same can one. You, yes, the same bird. Can you let me pull up the national anthem of Nicaragua real quick? <laughs> I don't remember if it was Nicaragua. It was somewhere in, the, in South America. But Did you sure. say how much? What percent of are you making up right now? I'm not making up that much of it. Okay. Just Did you get this from Wikipedia? No. <laughs> okay. Well, You're here's lying. the proof that I'm actually, and none of you guys can see this, but Mark, you can probably see it. So yeah. this is me with a ca American kestrel named Bob. <laughs> Did you name it? No. He lives at the Audubon, and he's imprinted, which means that. Is he a gang member? 
He thinks he, no, no, no. Imprinted means he. That thinks, why he's at the Autobahn because you get him off the streets. He thinks nice. he thinks he's it's a, a rehab he, facility. When he, I'll tell you why he's there. When he was little, someone, some meat, some meat person outside and just like caught him and put him in a cage and raised him as a pet bird. And then their neighbor was like, "Hey, you probably shouldn't have this bird." Mark <laughs> was like, "You probably shouldn't have this bird." And then the Audubon took him in, and he was imprinted by then, so he doesn't know how to function as a bird in the wild. So now he lives there. Bethany said that when she used to work in an Audubon, because I was asking her if any animals had ever gotten out besides the snakes that get out all the time at the Audubon now. Um, but the snakes the, get out at the Audubon. They're harmless, but they just like to escape because their latch is funky. And then That's so if it's a roof, like it, like the glue on it melted and it popped open, and then the pestle just flew away and it never came back. Okay, Dad, stop. They're trying to look for predators. They're trying to look for predators. Ah! <laughs> always yell at me for interrupting, and then all you do is I interrupt. I haven't said me. anything. I only asked the question why the Autobot buys locks that snakes can pick. Okay, well, I was trying Seems to Seems like it. a dumb lock <laughs> to pick. Lock. See, okay, this lock. You should buy a lock tell you, that the snakes he, can't pick. There was a lock that they put on the door, and this lock works. Mark! <laughs> this lock works. I don't even know what bird that is. What bird is it? Did you pay $15 for a Kestrel impersonator? <laughs> You couldn't even get the real Castro. It's a, it's a Robin. It's an American Robin. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same guy who does Bernie Sanders. They said this month 500,000 Sonbergs are coming. Is it, is it its own building? Does the Audubon Society have its own building? Yeah, or is they it like have their own it? building. They're actually... They have those terrible snake unproof locks. But... <laughs> it's not, they're not that bad because it's only if people mess the lock up because... Do snakes pick their locks with their tongues? People will, yes. They don't have arms to manipulate Audubon, like a, a pin or anything. People at the Audubon will lock it the wrong way. Or not snake proof toys. Like, I forget which one to do. <laughs> Why did you buy these ones with the no snake lock again? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did, what? I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you got to ask that when you go. Why did we even buy the non snake proof ones? <laughs> All right. What's well, it? I think this uh, segment was a hit. Thank you for fine feathered friends with Emma. Yeah. Fur, no, it was furry. What was it furry, called? Furry, furry feathered facts. Furry flying friends. Flying friend friends. Read the tab with the YouTube video. Figuring out, flying figuring friends. feathered freakism. Finding free <laughs> furry feathered facts. Have you ever heard of Liquid Death, Emma? Uh, yeah. I think. Do you know what it is? Well, I, I sort of read the title of your article, but I think it's oh. like liquor, right? Emma thinks it's liquor. Soda. Do you know uh, what Liquid Death is, Mark? Didn't we? We talked about it on the show once. It's something that somebody's grandmother had in their. Oh yeah, Mimi Brennan. Yeah. So it's like the new hit. It's a. a, a it's just water in a can. 
Must it says it's became Gen Z's LaCroix. Do you know what LaCroix is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Michelle said seltzer. LaCroix. That's how yeah. old I am. I didn't even know what that was. What, seltzer? So like millennials, lo- I know what seltzer is. Millennials loved LaCroix. You also, to liquid death, you can legally sell your soul. I feel like really it's like a morning drive-by show. When you, <laughs> you can legally sell your souls to the liquid death company. Wait, what? The co- you can sell your soul to the, the company. And what do you get in return for it? It's called the Liquid Death Country Club. Is you get actual merch, club you get a... early access to merch drops mm. and live events. I wouldn't wear things that said Liquid Death on them, I don't think. So I'm going to opt out of that one. Or is there any other would you, clubs do you I can think join? You would tattoo Liquid Death on your body? Uh, I heard about a, a, a burrito place that if you tattooed their logo on your arm, you would get free burritos for the rest of your life. Would you do I'd, that? I'd do that. Sure. Couldn't you just be like for your favorite restaurant, just like tattoo the logo on and just be like, I did this for you. Now give me free stuff. Try it out. What's your favorite food restaurant? Try it out. You going to get a Mitzas tattoo? No, I hate Mitzas. Oh, so Mitzas. I don't hate Mitzas. I just don't love Mitzas. Mitzas? Mitzas. It's a pizza place in town. How do you spell Mitza? Um, take take pizza, pee off the pizza, but with that. It's the guy's last name. I think I don't think it really is, but that's no. It There's no way a guy that opened a pizza no, place. No, his real last name life. is Mitza. No, he was born, and they're like, like dentist, like, crentist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Prentice the dentist. <laughs> Do they also own um, fly, the Flyanese Chinese restaurant? No. On the street. Hey, Bill Landwiches, who owns a sandwich <laughs> shop. Mark, a good story of Ted tonight was at dinner when he talked about, we were talking about, we were telling something about conspiracy theories. I was trying to be funny. I wasn't really being that funny. But then Emma brought up something about people believing in fat, flat earth. Yes. And then Ted said, the earth isn't flat. It has all kinds of bumps on it. (laughs) So he just blew their whole argument out of the water. He was like, Republicans don't don't believe in climate change. I was like, do they also believe that the Earth is flat? And then Ted was like, No, oh, Tom said. Re- Ted did not say Republicans. <laughs> that was, that was, what, that was exactly what I was like. You and Teddy have political conversation. The way you told the story, it seemed like Ted said. You and Teddy were talking to each other. My six-year-old son, Emma. Republicans don't believe in climate change. And you're like, do they also believe in flat? The one that I was was 20 minutes later starting this episode because Jared had to put him to bed. That guy's yes, the one having yes. political arguments with you? We were having a political debate about climate change. Really? Well, Teddy's pretty obsessed with, like, he's... Republicanism? He's kind of, no, no, no. Okay. Ultra-conservative politics. He's, he's, yeah. he's the opposite of people who would, like, walk around the house Senator. with a shirt on. He's like Winnie the Pooh. He, has a, he had a phase where he would just wear no pants, and I think he's more comfortable with just, like, no pants on but a shirt. Yeah, he's young. What does Teddy think about us, uh, the the debt ceiling thing? Well, the debt ceiling, they better pass it or the U.S. is... We'll find out on July 1st, won't we? The credit's going to be ruined. Yeah. And then he took off his pants. (laughs) Yeah. He was in the bathtub when he said that. All right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Um, Produced by Bill Mitza. (laughs) <laughs> theme song by Maggie Yellox. 
I want that guy's real last name next episode. Email mugaandcisco at gmail.com or even better, write a letter. I'll text Kat. To the mag room, 10152 Indian Town Road, P.O. Box 9, Jupiter, Florida, 33478. And we have social media, but we hate social media, so who really cares? Shh. Yeah, but you can put that picture of Emma with the bird as this week's Instagram. Yeah, I will. I'll put that for the episode if it gets in the episode. And as we say every week, put down your phone, Mm. engage with the people around you. He says that every week. For real? Every week. I'd like to tell a little story about my softball game where my dad, my father would not Uh, let me get a phone, but he he came to my softball game and... I every time I looked over at him, there was one time. This was when he was filming me, so he's still looking through the phone. That he was lo- actually looking at me. Other times he was just like, "Oh." Then he moved himself me. into the shade, and he was just in the back with his hood. Mark, like, Mark can tell you what I was doing the whole time. He was on his phone. He didn't put it down. I wonder what he was looking at. It was up the whole time. I was texting Mark about the game. He was probably doing Sporkle or something yeah, like that. But like, yeah, angry bird. Like, live at the moment, but then you're like texting Mark you know, about what's Dick happening. Moves and not watch your daughter's softball. I watched Emma bat. I saw her okay, to be strike honest, out and walk. To be honest, the game was sucked because we only had seven players, and our pitch, the only girl on our team who knows how to pitch, wasn't there, and we only had one contract holdout. And we oh. only had one outfielder. So that's a uh, that's a fun game. Uh, really fun. We lost by like uh, like. Here was the problem. I was doing it as well because I was getting angry because the other guy kept stealing bases even though they were up by so many points. That's why you're angry. Even the first second you were there, you were really angry. You should see the text message you just sent. My my blood gets pretty hot. It's between that, the locks that the snakes pick, the Republicans with the flat (laughs) earth and the debt ceiling. I'm just going to call the Audubon Society on Monday and tell them, just get rid of the ones that aren't snake. You know what? It's the people's fault because they don't lock these cages right. Volunteers don't. No. That was the first thing Bethany Stupid told me. When volunteers. That's what I'm saying. Just just I'm, take the whole non-snake proof lock thing out of the equation. From now was, on. So they tell people to use the locks. All snake proof locks. Um, Doors. Bethany told latches. me to use that lock. Do you want to say the last line, Em, before you leave? Stick with the mag room and everything else is cream cheese. Ooh, ooh, I like my groom. I like my groom. Ooh, ooh, my groom is good. My groom is good. Ooh, ooh, I like my groom. I like my groom. Ooh, ooh, my groom is good. My groom is good. My groom's good. Ooh, ooh, I like my groom. I like my groom. Ooh, ooh, my groom is good. My groom is good. I never called her a whore, by the way.